This is a special academic program on the Weibo Podcast Network. My name is Victoria Martinez, a member of Tiger Student Media and a junior at Lancaster High School in Lancaster, Texas. I'm joined by fellow Tiger Student Media and junior class members, Brittany Martin, Hyatt Hannon, and Amaya Joe. We are all talking today to incoming Lancaster ISD Superintendent of Schools, Dr. A. Catrice Lee Pereira. Good morning, Dr. Lee Pereira. Good morning. And How are you doing Dr. today? Dr. Pereira would be fine. Okay. So I would first like to ask why you, why Lancaster ISD? What made this pairing work? Lancaster is a, is a district that really has a lot of tradition and pride and all of those things align with my own personal values of, of having pride and doing things uh, the way you, you believe should be done. Um, I'm also very impressed by just the whole winning attitude that Lancaster had. So naturally I'm attracted to those type of districts um, and it's not a district that's broken either, which means you know we can continue to build upon the successes that, that Lancaster has achieved over the last uh, few years or so. So you have a long tradition of being a successful district, a long tradition of be, being a community uh, that has a lot of pride in the school um, and its students and why not be able to serve the community's most precious resource, which are the students. Uh, hello, ma'am. Hello, Dr. Per. Uh, this is Hyatt Hannon. It's a pleasure to meet you. So, you well. my question is, uh, what do you run to Lancaster ISD that already does not have? And um, please provide examples. I don't know that I would bring anything new other than the fact that I know that it is important to continue to build upon the successes that you have. Um, I'm not very familiar with my predecessor, so um, I did know uh, Dr. McFarland very well, um, and I know that he uh, is one that was very visible and, and carried on a lot of voice on behalf of Lancaster. And so, again, it's not necessarily something new. It's just ensuring that we are doing what is necessary for students. Um, I have a strong believer in, in the practical statement of um, you have to inspect what you expect. Uh, you won't have a bigger cheerleader on the sidelines than myself, uh, but also supporting the classroom um, um, activities and the successes there. So again, I think by being visibly uh, active and engaged in what's going on in the school, school community, uh, I'm able to gather you know, feedback in that manner uh, to help build up on, again, the successes that um, I think Lancaster already has in, in place. Um, just really ecstatic about the opportunity to be there as well. Hi. So my question is, what are you going to learn or hope to learn from serving Lancaster ISD? And can you provide examples? Mm, what do I hope to learn? I hope to learn a lot from you all because you, you uh, I think student voices is, is is not always uh, paid attention to. Uh, I don't know that that is true or not in, in Lancaster. Um, and so my hope is that I'm able to learn from those of you who we are serving um, in order to, again, ensure that you have what you need to be successful, uh, not just through you know, K or pre-K through 12th grade, but beyond that, um, it's it's our, our, I think it's our moral imperative as educators to ensure that you are prepared to thrive um, in a 21st century global community uh, that has the one, you're not competing with just the students that are in your class or in your state or in your city, you're having to compete with kids globally now. And to ensure that you all have those things. And so learning from you and what you need and meeting you where you are as students to ensure that you are able to thrive 
to me is something that I hope to continuously learn and not just uh, take a one-time shot at. Uh, you know, we, we, we want to take a moonshot, but nonetheless, I want to ensure that you have what you need as students to be successful uh, in life beyond Lancaster. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Amaya Jo. Um, and my question is, what did you experience in the Gresham Barlow School District that gave you the power to succeed in Lancaster ISD? So what I think um, I've, I've learned and experienced here, but not just in, in Gresham Barlow, but as an area superintendent in Houston ISD, as a superintendent in Virginia, as a corporate executive, all of those experiences to me uh, have built upon and, you know, helped me refine the tools that I, um, I utilize as a leader. Um, but before that, I will say my best option and learning opportunities were in my grandmother's kitchen, who she taught me a lot of things about life that I still use today. Um, and so it's not just about Gresham Barlow, it really truly is my entire journey, um, including as a, a student athlete in, in, at the university level. But I'll say that, you know, one of the things that, um, gives me, a, a, I believe, an opportunity to, to, to be successful um, and have a great experience in Lancaster is that I have a great ability to listen, uh, but not just listen, to listen, to learn. Um, and I can see, I, I consistently seek ways to um, assess progress by identifying, you know, what are those key progress indicators that the community would like to see or the student needs um, and looking for ways, and again, to monitor those, to tweak them where needed and necessary and to ensure that there are resources available uh, for students. Uh, this is Hyde again. And this final question is, please describe your tenure at GBSD and your successes and the community partnerships you've helped build and how those benefited the students in GBSD. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I would I would tell you one of my core values um, that I learned in my grandmother's kitchen is about community and, and ensuring that you're connecting with people um, and giving people an opportunity. Uh, you know, we cannot as a district ask our community to partner with us if we're not willing to partner and do things uh, for our students. Um, and so, you know, in that kitchen, I learned about community. Uh, I learned about partnership at three years old. I was my grandmother's sous chef, if you will. Um, in her kitchen, cooking right alongside her. Um, and so to that end, I believe that um, cultivating partnerships, both internally and externally, are key. Um, and they help foster, you have to foster that trust trust and relationships uh, as you're looking through those things. Uh, but as an education leader, you know, I realize um, we can't do this job alone um, as educators. We do need the community to partner with us. Uh, to me, it's about creating an economy, uh, not just necessarily educating students, but ensuring that you have the tools that you need to not uh, to be successful individually, but also to ensure that Lancaster itself uh, is successful. So going deeper into your career, what has been your most challenging obstacle over the course of your career and how did you overcome it? Um, as far as challenging obstacles, I think um, I've had quite a few. <laughs> we all do, um, but we all uh, learn from those. And, you know, I am not afraid of trying something new um, and, you know, failing, if you will, um, but knowing that it's an opportunity to learn. Uh, I've always had the mindset that, you know, you never lose at anything. You never necessarily make a mistake if you're learning from it. Um, and if you're learning from it, to me, that's a way to progressively 
uh, move forward uh, and ensure that you are doing better. Because uh, I believe once you know better, you do better, right? Um, but I've had a lot of uh, situations. One I will tell you is an example of moving to one-to-one, one-to-one um, -one laptops. And you know, as a leader, I was gung-ho about ensuring that kids had access to technology, but had not really uh, given the staff the proper training uh, to be able to uh, the instructional model that they would need to change differently. So uh, we gave those out in September. They became paperweights <laughs> within a month or two because no one was really prepared to share our, our lead instruction with technology. Um, and so as a leader, I had to make the decision to say, hey, look, let's 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 halt this. Let's go back and do some training and redistribute. Um, and so we did. We just kind of backed up, uh, tried it again with training uh, for our staff to ensure that they were ready uh, to uh, utilize uh, them in a way in which, you know, we want students to uh, have skills. So what's something new that you would try coming to Lancaster? Something new that I'd try coming into Lancaster? Um, well, you know, I, 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 I don't know what I don't know. So, um, and from 90,000 feet, you know, I'm on the, uh, basically on the West Coast, so I'm not sure of, of everything. However, um, I believe that everywhere I, I've been and everywhere I've gone, I try to learn from those experiences uh, and try to ensure that um, I'm tweaking those skills for myself as a as a leader going into uh, the next adventure. Um, but as far as new in, in Lancaster, I think you've done you all have been innovative. You've done a lot of great things. So I look forward to uh, working with you all, learning from you all, um, and ensuring that your voice is heard at the table, um, and whether that's new or not. I know that it, it's critical for the success of the community. This is Victoria speaking. Um, I have a question. What are your top goals for, for, for your first year in Lancaster ISD? Why? And please give examples. Sure. Um, well, as I shared again, I, and I'm going to repeat this a lot, I don't know what I don't know, right? Um, and I am not one who believes in coming into a a district and and just start making all kinds of changes, right? My thing is, is that I have to listen and learn first and kind of know where I'm going and get some feedback from, from stakeholders, um, both again, internally and externally. And from there, you know, we we build up on the goals. I know that Eagle Lancaster has a, a vision and, and a strategic plan um, that will go out through the next five years or so. Uh, so it would be important for me to, one, familiarize myself with those items, to assess where we are with those, and, and three, build up on those. But also knowing that Lancaster ISD um, belongs to the community, not to Catrice Pereira. Uh, so for me right now, the number one goal is to ensure that I'm able to connect uh, with everyone um, to uh, build a, a sense of trust and relationships um, and have a smooth transition. Um, those are at the forefront at this moment. Um, and once I arrive and am able to connect with community, um, I'll look for ways in which to continuously grow um, and build on those. This is Hyatt speaking. Um, my question is, the students you are inheriting have never had a female superintendent, Ms. Melina Williams notwithstanding. How is your leadership of Lancaster ISD going to serve as an inspiration to girls for academic excellence and leadership? Mm -hmm. Thank you for that question, Hyatt. Um, you know, <clears throat> I, I don't often think of myself as a female leader. I just think of myself as a leader. Um, and someday, that will be true of all leaders that, you know, it won't be male or female or whatever uh, gender I identify with. It'll just be leaders. 
Uh, and to me, um, it's it's obviously humbling. I hope to not only be an, an inspiration to just female students, um, because I also believe that having a female in this role also serves as an example to young men um, as well, that young women can do things beyond what sometimes traditionally uh, individuals believe and think of. Um, and so I will say to you that I am humbled by the fact of being the first, um, but I will work to make sure that I'm not the last. Um, so I've been the first female superintendent in every superintendency I've been in. Um, and you would think that would be different today. Um, but right now I currently serve as the only African-American student, I mean, not a student, but superintendent in Oregon. Um, and that uh, I can proudly say that I'm not the last because now there are two more. I just want to add that, you know, again, I know representation matters. Um, it really does uh, because, you know, I know I don't look like the stereotypical superintendent. Um, and education, I believe, should reflect all of us. Um, from no matter from the classroom to the boardroom, it should reflect all of us. Um, and so we have a lot of work to do in this country about ensuring that we have equitable distribution of leadership uh, of both males and females uh, in the superintendent spot. Um, and so for you all as young ladies, um, I hope that you connect yourself with someone who you aspire to be, to be like, um, and actually I wouldn't say be like, um, I would say be better than, uh, because you want to ensure that you're taking from your model, the person and, and, and trying to not necessarily replicate the skills, but build up on those so that you're successful as well. This is Victoria speaking. So Lancaster mm -hmm. ISD is 79% African-American, 17% Latinx, 3% white or Caucasian, and 1% other because we have a small Asian and Pacific Islander population. Mm -hmm. How are you going to lead this diverse group of students to academic success? Well, what I know and what I've learned in my experiences of leading students to academic success, no matter their zip code, no matter their ethnic identity, religious background, um, you name it, et cetera, is the, the most important thing is meeting students where they are um, and ensuring that you are attending to their individual needs. And in some cases, it's, it's looking at, you know, how do we prioritize what we're teaching, right? Because I think we found nothing else during this pandemic um, is that we're teaching way too much. Uh, information. You all probably agree with me right now. Uh, we're trying to squeeze in so much. I mean, just take American history. We're trying to do over a century of information in nine months. That's that's crazy. Um, that's a crazy amount of information uh, in such a little bit of time because most of those major topics you could take nine months in itself researching and learning. And uh, so we have to find ways to integrate, I believe, those things uh, within. You know, if you're talking about democracy, uh, you, you talk about the era in which you all have just experienced over the last year. You, you can you can add into that from the civil rights movement and others and how uh, people are engaged in what's going on. Uh, but we have to integrate and and uh, mesh some of those things together as opposed to teaching them independently. Thank you. Now, before I close, would you like to add anything? Um, I would just say that I am excited and ecstatic, of course, uh, about the opportunity. I look forward to um, uh, living and learning from each of you uh, to ensure that I'm doing what is necessary to have you uh, become successful. I'd like to, again, thank the board and the community. Um, I've never been more excited about um, 
relocating and, and, and working alongside uh, a community than I am right now. I'm really excited. And I look forward to learning from each of you as we move forward. Thank you so much, Dr. Pera. I'm Victoria Martinez. On behalf of Brittany Martin, Hyatt Hennon, and Amaya Joe, thank you everyone for listening. This is We Will Podcast Network, a partnership between the Lancaster ISD Department of Communications and Tiger Student Media. This is a special academic program on the Weibo Podcast Network.